Okay, bullies aren't welcome here. You girls need to leave. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK Veya. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We overanalyze. The week of Neighbours, the Aussie soap that just aired, and we pull it apart, get stuck right in. I'm Vaya, and I have CJ here, and we are both writers that Neighbours rejected. Hells yeah. And we have our very good friend, Charisma, here. Hello. Sounds like a fake name, not a fake name. (laughs) uh, Real name, real person. Charisma and I have known each other since we were 12, and now we are a thousand, so it's been a very long time. And we all, the three of us at one point, all went to the same school. We did. And it wasn't about Erinsborough High in any way. No, but we're in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in CJ's house, which is in a street that's very Erinsborough-esque. Yeah. Did we ever decide what this location is? I'm not sure we did. We put you straight in Erinsborough. Yeah, I think... Oh, you mean the actual building? Yeah. You decided it was the apartment Izzy rented oh, when yeah, she was having it. an affair with She's back soon, counting down the days. <laughs> now, Charisma, since we've known each other, we've always ragged on television together what is your neighbor's history uh when i was probably like nine or ten my parents decided that we could choose one soap that the household would watch and i had literally no opinions at all and my little (laughs) sister had many opinions and so we watched home and away we were a home and away household uh i probably watched my first episode of neighbors sometime in late high school uh, most of my knowledge of Neighbours is like when like Libby Kennedy was still a thing and everyone <laughs> moved to Queensland, although I think that still happens. That is constant. And then for a really like short amount of time, one of my friend's little brothers w- had a recurring role, so I watched it for like maybe a month. And okay. then after that, just didn't. Who, who okay. I have no idea who the character was. No, well, we're going to tease out whatever information we can get here. Okay. There is no information I can give you about what he did. He was like a school-aged child. He was on it for a short amount of time. He is not on it anymore. Okay. Last name. Var. We'll put, actually, we'll text. Kate's not here today. She's at the Anglesey Backpackers. CJ, can you text Kate and get her to do some investigative <laughs> journalism? I can barely text with two hands. Okay. So, <laughs> no. like I'm reasonably certain I haven't just invented this fact. I need to know who this is. I'm okay. trying to Google it first, but it might be on IMDb. So, were you, by osmosis, just getting storylines that were happening via your friend's brother? I don't even... I, we just heard he was on it, so in support, we watched it for a bit ah. and then just stopped watching it when he wasn't in, on it anymore. Well, do you remember what was going on in that era or was that Libby Kennedy times as well? Oh, no, it was after that and I have literally no idea what was happening. Like, okay. We were just like, oh, he's not in this scene. Oh, he's in this one. Great. Oh, he's not anymore. Offline, we'll investigate who this person was. Can I have a first name? Michael. Okay, please go on. I could probably find this more quickly than you. <laughs> yeah, I really think you could. Brendan Bond. <gasps> I like the name. I knew. See, I knew we would have this information very promptly. Well done. Charisma is very efficient. How did you get that so fast? Because I knew his name. (laughs) (laughs) And I typed the word (laughs) neighbours. Yes, I hadn't put his whole name in yet. Stop revealing our secrets. (laughs) He was an early shitbag kid because we had a shitbag kid on Neighbours this week. (gasps) Okay, this is from our Bible, perfectblend.net. Known as the Erinsborough High School stud, Brendan Bond had a reputation with the ladies. Hmm. Me too. Who became known as his Bond girls. As soon as Lana Crawford transferred to the school, he had his eye on her. She was flattered and they started seeing each other with Lana making sure that the whole school was aware of the relationship. 
when Lana kissed best friend Sky Mangle and explained that she was in fact gay, the rumour soon spread around the school. Lana returned to her relationship with Brendan, much to Sky's disgust, and then Brendan threw at a party at his house where he planned to sleep with Lana. Brendan's a sack of shit. Yeah. At the last minute, Lana told Brendan that she couldn't sleep with him as she preferred girls. Yes! Lana! Awesome. Lana and Sky made a quick getaway from the party and Brendan showed his true colours as he shouted abuse at them. Sounds like a winner. Things have not changed, Erinsborough. <laughs> I'm thrilled with the discovery of Brendan Bond. I'm going to add him to the Erinsborough SVU sex pest diagram. Now, okay, Neighbours Council business from our Neighbours Council Facebook discussion group. Punch Neighbours Council into Facebook, you'll find us. It's pertaining to you, Charisma. How? We're talking about how there are people in our lives that Obviously, it's you guys that I always text about neighbours. But Kate mm-hmm. and I will just text about neighbours at any time of day or night. Yep. Just continuing threads that we leave <laughs> on the pod. And other people in the thread were saying, oh, I've got this one friend that I always text to about neighbours in our spare time. And then Ellie said, I mainly just text Sally about Jack and Mark being massive twats. Fair enough. And we also overanalyze David and Leo's names, as you do. And then this whole conversation sparked up about Having twins called David and Leo, mm-hmm. they're very different names to each other. And is Leo short for Leonard or Leonardo or is mm. it just Leo? And then I mentioned that Charisma, you and your sister have names that don't really go together. Oh, fun fact. Things I learned at my brother-in-law's birthday party last week, year, very recently, irrelevant, is that the name Hannah in Hebrew actually also means gift from God. So our names are almost identical oh. just in Greek and Hebrew. Whoa. Interesting. So Charisma first born and then they followed it up with Hannah. Yeah. Right. So it's not quite the same as twins David and Leo. It's not, but I think it would have been Leonard. I want to say that. I want to say Leonard. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, the other piece of news from the week yes. It's very important to us is what I'm dubbing hashtag Shrugalero 2018. It's big news. Would you like to explain? Neighbours alum, Margot Robbie, has been nominated for... Best Actress at the Oscars. So this is not the Logies, Not guys. the Logies. Hashtag not the Logies. <laughs> Hashtag not the Logies. This is the Oscars. And I went and saw I, Tonya tonight. Yep. And she's amazing and is the role of her life. Because I – she's great. No, you're not meant to say that Neighbours is the role of her life. Um, look, close second, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Donna, Donna Freeman was – Fantastic. We all, everyone wants to say that they discovered Margot. Everyone wants to be the first to say, well, I said she was great when she was on Neighbours, but everyone said it because she was. Yes. I had never heard of her oh. until like Harlequin, until she was in Suicide Squad. Really? Really? Not even Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, now that you say that was her, yeah. sure. Yeah, she was now, really, I liked her in that. Her accent in Wolf of Wall Street was impeccable and I know that she worked on it for years. Like when she was at Neighbours, she was doing drama classes and getting ready for LA. Yeah. On the promo, CJ, the Tonya Harding accent is not coming through great for me. How was it in the movie? Um, at no point did I feel like I wasn't in Portland, Oregon. Oh, do you know what I mean? So, like, I'm not a connoisseur of these things, but I felt like she was. Like, I was at one point, I was searching what what does Tonya look like again? Yeah. yeah. Also, I didn't know she was a producer on the film. Didn't either. Um, so she is, and I think that. You know, at some point she's come across this and known that this was the role she needed to play. But yeah, the way that she was able to play the nervous energy was like astounding. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, so Shrugalero 2018 is the campaign for Margot to wear 
one of Donna Freeman's fashion creations, the shrug mixed with the bolero mm-hmm. on the red carpet. Charisma, you're the fashionista of the group. Thoughts on the shrug alero as a fashion concept? Are there sleeves on it or not? Mm, it, it's kind of like a bag with slits for the arms. It's 90% sleeve. That's more like it. Hang on. No, it's 70% sleeve. It, is there a sleeve or is there no sleeve? If it's like a bag with slits in it, then it's a cape. <laughs> it has no sleeves. If it has bits that the arms actually go into, then it's more like a bolero. It's like a plume. It actually is very close to just being a bolero and they've just put the word shrug at the start of the word. It's kind of a loose, loosey-goosey. Oh, I just assumed you guys made this up. No. Uh- <laughs> We're not that good. Don, Donna made it up. And she's in New York. Selling them. Selling designing them. Designing them. I mean, she's probably designing other stuff now, but yeah. that was her big break. I mean, can you move your arms while you have Yeah, it it's on? like the it's like the kimono trend that's going on lately. But a cape. No cape. Get the cape out of your head. <laughs> can, CJ's going to Google image. Okay. Shrugalero 2018. That's the hashtag. I actually can. I enjoy how you're like, Charisma, you're really up on fashion. I was like, you guys made this thing up, didn't you? This is not real. And if it is real, it's a cape. I mean, it's fictional in the sense that it's from television soap. (laughs) It's not a thing we bought at a shop. It's a thing that other people made up. I loved them. They came in some great patterns and textures. I I recently jumped online and watched her selling them to the bank manager to get the loan. Just before I went to the movies tonight, just to get get up on yeah. um, Margot. Because Donna had moxie. Have you got it yet? No, because I can't function as a human. <laughs> I forgot that we don't have Kate here who's like... Is this another thing that I should just fingers. Google? <laughs> yeah, actually, can you... No, I've got it. Just don't shrug don't a arrow and then neighbours. Make sure you put neighbours after it. That's how you'll find it. <laughs> all of the images don't have it in there. They're all like a Ringo. Charisma, can you Google it? I wrote shrug Donna Friedman. Friedman. Maybe I should have written neighbours. Neighbours. <laughs> that was your one instruction. After watching the video at the bank, I fell down a hole of watching neighbours' deaths. Is it because of Ringo? Yeah, Ringo was the start. You're going to feel for Ringo, though. Ringo died. Donna went on to go to the Oscars. Here they are. Press play on this, and that's their both modelling shruggaleros. Charisma's watching the video and she's got creased eyebrows. <laughs> she doesn't approve of the Shrugalera. I want to I say that from a, a 2018 point of view, Charisma's not in. So it, it's basically just like a, a short kimono. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what we've been saying. <laughs> so it has a lot of sleeve. What I imagined was literally like a shrug but with like slits. I told you 80% sleeve. Yeah, but then also, <laughs> literally, it's like a shrug with slits. There are no slits. There are actual sleeves. Oh, I really? said That's not the way I Sleeve is the it. first. <laughs> Go de- back, rewind. Both of your descriptions were perhaps extremely different, which is why I was very confused. I imagine some kind of Hunger Games-esque, like, balloon shrug <laughs> with slits for the arms. Charisma, is your Instagram available to the public or do you yes. keep it locked down? Can you? Which one? Do you have more than one? Yeah, we split the wardrobe challenges off because they were getting in the way of the food. Okay, give us the Instagram of she- pe- where people can go and look at your fashion. Oh, that's weird. Uh, well, people need visual context. It, it's not weird. It's, it's what most of Instagram runs on. This is an audio <laughs> medium. This does nothing for people. They've got to go with, with – if I'm talking about my friend who likes to wear clothes and you do office-style challenges – 
Sure. Um, the best one for that is just Lady Office Style. I didn't know about Lady Office Style. I like it. Clearly not stalking the original one well enough. No. Okay. Now. Have you not noticed that like the normal one is just all food for the last three weeks? Yeah, and, it, and a light smattering of fashion. No fashion, <laughs> except for the one where I screwed it up because I forgot that I have to change my Instagram identity because I've only been doing it for like three weeks. Well, this is a bombshell. Now I have to follow two accounts. The other piece of breaking news that's just come in from Andy on Twitter Moya O'Sullivan just died. Who was Marlene? Oh, Marlene! Who went on the round the world cruise? Oh. Former owner of the Bric-a-Brac shop. She's she's been in lots of. Oh yeah, I've things. seen that lady. Yeah, she was definitely around at the same time yeah. as Libby Kennedy. Oh, ninety-one. Definitely. Okay, she had a great innings. Oh, Marlene! Godspeed, Marlene. Have a good trip up. <sighs> Forever cruising in our hearts. Yeah. Now we are doing a deep dive this week on one episode, bringing in the elements of the rest of the week. The episode we have chosen is from Wednesday, the 24th of January. And actually, some people on Twitter requested an episode for us to deep dive on. And it was this one. So, if you do have a preference. Yeah, let us know. But, like, hurry up and let us know by, like, Friday night. Even early in the week, too, if if you watch Monday's episode and it speaks to you. Yeah. Please tell me immediately. This is the episode I said. Yeah. So when they requested, did they say, can you do Wednesday's episode? Or like me, do they like robotically say 7763, please? Yeah, that was weird. So I, I used to always announce the numbers because on Foxtel, my, yeah, the, used to say them and then it stopped. So I just never said them. And in Charisma just said 7763, is that the one we're doing? I'm like, oh, God, sure. But Who yeah. knows? I, I wrote back and said, I don't know. I can't tell you till I get home. <laughs> But yes, that is the one. Clearly, I can't Google effectively on my phone. Before we jump in, though, Charisma, you had three questions you said for us. Would you like to pose them to us now? Well, I I don't know if it's best to ask the three questions at the beginning or just to ask them as we kind of come to them if you talk about it. All right. Well, maybe they can crop up organically. Okay. Charisma is not familiar with most of the cast and started texting me earlier this week nicknames she came up with on the fly to distinguish They're not even them. cute nicknames. They're just like, this is a gay dancing man. This is gay dancing man's <laughs> boyfriend. This presumably is gay dancing man's ex-boyfriend. Gay dancing man's ex-boyfriend is Faye's friend. My friend Ash from the radio station, who's beloved by many in real life, hated by many on Neighbours and online <laughs> because no one likes Rory. So <laughs> I'm in a bit of a conflict but I'm using for so many ways. <laughs> oh, we have a friend called Rory <laughs> as well. Do you have more nicknames there or will, you, will they come up to you as we go Oh, on? no, most of them actually weren't in this episode because I just happened to be channel flicking on Monday, which is how I came across um, the man who was apparently dancing but kind of looked like he was celebrating a touchdown and then it was interrupted by his housemate and or boyfriend. <laughs> and or brother. <laughs> um, and then there was a girl who was outraged about being judged by judgy councillor man. And then we cut to an ad break and I don't know who anyone else is, but they were not in tonight's, uh, they weren't in the Wednesday episode. And as far as I could tell, they were not also in the very short amount of the Friday episode that I caught at the barbecue. This is the trouble with having outsiders come in on a flying visit to Ramsey Street is that you're not going to necessarily get everyone all at once for the whole week. There are way more characters than I remember there being in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're probably right. We open with Ben's Dilemma. Now, Ben is Susan Kennedy and Carl Kennedy's grandson, son of Libby Kennedy, the aforementioned. Libby decided to uh, go and teach at a school in a different country and just not take her kid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And he relocated during Year 12, which is you, what you did, Charisma. Yeah, would not recommend. Yeah, no. It's not it's, – it's, it can be an, a bit of an upheaval for a young person. But also I doubt Charisma had recently been through a dick pic. 
trauma as Ben had. It was can confirm had not. It was yeah. a different time in the nineties. How would we have embroiled ourselves in a sexting scandal in the nineties? I mean, you could have still sent text messages, like well, one per day. I didn't also get quite expensive. Yeah, I was out of school when I got it. Polaroids would have been how you would have done it then. Correct. Yeah. Disposable camera. Hopefully mm-hmm. one works. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get up to more hijinks with the Polaroids. Yeah. Look, it's, it's a different time these days. It's a stage now. Now, Piper has asked him to perjure himself because of a murder that happened on Ramsey Street on Guy Fawkes Night 2017. Right. Two of my questions are about this. Great. Okay, go for it. What was the actual crime? <laughs> Is it really a murder? It's very unclear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tyler Brennan, brother of dancing gay man, had recently discovered that he was not a Brennan brother anymore because his mother had conceived him outside of the marriage and the new father had come onto the scene, Hamish Roach. His name's Hamish. We call him Ham Roast. And he turned up on Guy Fawkes night face down dead in the back of Colette Nan's spa and Tyler had recently had an altercation with his father and in the heat of rage, smashed him over the head with a garden gnome, leaving him for dead, and then ran away from the scene of the crime. And then the next day, they found the body, and now Tyler was up for first manslaughter charges, then murder charges. And we're waiting for the other shoe to drop, because things on Neighbours aren't ever this neatly wrapped up. So we're waiting for something else to come and absolve him. But really, you coward gnomed your father, because you whacked him over the head with a lawn ornament, and then you ran away. And he kept saying things like, oh, he was alive when I left him. You know, having like flickers of life on the floor. That was how he was. No, it wasn't even on the floor. He was in a hot tub. In a tub. tub. So he left a possibly unconscious, definitely concussed man to drown if not other. I think he was not in the spa at that point. I think he was just spa adjacent. Look, it was a dangerous water position. Regardless of Tyler's demons and the fact that his previous father had been violent to him all his life, Tyler has not sought any kind of rehabilitation for his emotional scars. No, and he constantly uses violence to get through situations or, or criminal activity. Yeah, he's run a chop shop. He's on, isn't he on probation from running the chop shop? Surely. Actually, I feel like they don't look that kindly on murder when you're on probation. <laughs> That's just an insider tip from my time when I worked in prison, but, but I, think, I think they don't. Also, the other thing that constantly annoys me about the murder is that the news crews are never swarming Ramsey Street. So apparently Ham, Ham Roast was a like billionaire that owed the tax department millions of dollars. And he was kind of happy to die, really, because otherwise he was going to have to go to the clink. And they sent him the bill for this debt on like the way you get your gas bill. Yeah. And it's in red if it's overdue. It right. was just a really big font. <laughs> and it was just like a normal like ATO letterhead. Oh, by the way... So you owe us two billion. Absent yeah. father who's massively in debt for some reason is coward gnomed by surprise son. Yes. Yep. Right. Did you get any information about their relationship before this secret meeting where the gnoming happened? Or yep, he'd come into the show as the villain of the flavor of the moment villain, and he'd spent a month whining and dining Tyler on his fake money. He was using someone else's PayPass card. Right, so like definitely some kind of like deliberate violence occurred, yes. regardless of whether the the death was intentional. Yes, yes, right. This is very unclear from everyone who's being like, oh, but he's such a nice bloke and everything. Correct. Ultimately, because he's got a puppy dog face, we're supposed to forgive his criminal activity, 
And if anything, bare minimum, he should be getting, what is it when you, offence, dangerous activity. Reckless endangerment. Causing death. Yeah. Which I feel like is a definition of murder. Like you did something. <laughs> no. And no, now like, the person's dead. Murder is like I deliberately made sure yes. you died. Intent mm. is what's going to be. Reckless endangerment is like, oh, I just happened to leave the hairdryer up precariously balanced on the bath next to you and then like if you bump it. However, if you had Googled hairdressers in the bath a week before, then you've got intent. Yes. Yeah. Actually, no, if you've Googled hairdressers in the bath, you've got a fetish. Ha- sorry, hairdryer. <laughs> Maybe maybe Tyler has a gnome fetish and we didn't even know about it. Here it is. Reckless conduct endangering life. That's what he, at the very least, should be getting charged for. <sighs> On this, at one point, are we going to talk about Piper? Oh, yeah, that was my that's, second question. Yeah, we're has get, we're has Piper there. always been this annoying? No. A very definite no. She was one of the greats. Yep. One of the fun kick-ass characters. Do you know what is a super great way to deal with your boyfriend being a murderer? Making a video for YouTube. I mean, what an effective use of your time. And editing it. Because, like, Vey, you make YouTube videos. Yeah, I double. Do they take a while to edit? Yeah, they take a crap ton of time. So, like, if you only had two or three days left with your partner, would you want to spend that editing or...? Well, firstly, as I tweeted earlier in the week, if I found out my partner was up for manslaughter then murder charges, I'd be like, bye... It's been a really fun time we've had together. Thanks for the memories. Good luck in the slammer. Please don't murder any more people. This is not the relationship that I signed up for. (laughs) Murder is a deal breaker. (laughs) See, that's where we differ. I'd stand by him. (laughs) (laughs) Would you appreciate your presumed best friend in a pink jacket, maybe Xanthi, saying, you know what you should do because you have this 10 whole years that you never knew what you could do. Maybe just move on, thinly veiled. Yeah, that, I, that, I, I was in love with everything. That Dancing was did, yeah. a, that was a triumph. I'm like reasonably certain that anyone whose best friend said that to them would not just be like, oh, we forgive each other hugs. It would be just like, fuck off, mate. Like, I'm in love with my boyfriend. Haven't you got that? That's what this whole drama was about. Yes. But we, Xanthi's right. Xanthi's right. That. We will get to that. However, it is weird that she did take it so well. She's fragile, though. I guess she, her emotions are just who knows what they're going to do. You know what it reminds me of? Like, imagine you were like eight and your nana was sick in the hospital and you just had this idea oh, I'm gonna choreograph a dance and do it in the hospital room because it's gonna make everything better yeah that's what Piper making the video reminded me of yes. an eight-year-old doing you know a Madonna song mm. in a hospital ward and this is against the best advice of Toadfish Rebecca and I mean he is a lawyer he Probably. says, like, this is sub Judas in Australia. You can't comment on current ongoing criminal trials. Yeah. Particularly not when it's about the accused no. and their character no. on a public forum. But Piper also doesn't contact her lawyer sister to say, hey, sis, what are some things I should and shouldn't do in the lead up to my boyfriend's murder trial? Oh, yeah, Emmy. Emmy could be giving her great advice right now. If only phones worked. In fact, if Ariel was available, Emmy should be on the first plane from LA to come and run, like, be Tyler's lawyer. If only she could Skype in, really, even. Yeah. Just Skyping in would be enough. The first 21-year-old Skype lawyer. <laughs> yeah, why not? But Who hasn't done a law degree? Getting ahead of ourselves. Now, Piper is at her wit's end. And fair enough. Okay, this is a very trying time. By the way, they have decided to do the law and order method of court proceedings in that they are all fast-tracked. Because this is a murder that happened in November. It's not even February yet. He turned himself in on Christmas 
I mean, maybe just like country courts. There's not much going on. This is the only thing they have to work on. But they they kind of pretend like they're in Melbourne. They pop into the city every now and then. It's suburban. It's meant to be out in Burwood or um, Vermont or something. Well, I mean, that's where the houses obviously actually are. But they they talk about going to the city a lot for places that are like not like actually rural in some way. One day they couldn't find Xanthi and Sheila's like, I'll just go and look at all their favourite shops. And she went into the city and walked near Fed Square. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm basing the location solely on the weird discussion between people who I think are called Sheila and Clive. Clive, yes. Art galleries. They had a big date at um, the National Gallery. Yeah, from this and their excitement about being in the city, I just assumed that Erinsborough is meant to be some kind of country place. Definitely not, no. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else they reference that reminds us that it is in the southeastern, eastern suburbs. What is Vermont? What would you call that? None of what? Well, it, like where the Mountain View is. Um, that's the pub in real life. Um, <laughs> Wait, which that's pub? it. The Mountain View Hotel is what used to be the one where they used to go clubbing. Oh, really? Oh. Who went clubbing there? Uh, Toadie's little brother, Tadpole. Is he a person? Cousin. <laughs> Cousin Tad. <laughs> <laughs> Was he a DJ? Uh, I didn't follow Tad's trajectory Where's very the Mountain well. View Hotel? Yeah, where is it? Oh, it's on Springvale Road. So, like, it's north of Glen Waverley but south of Mitcham. Okay. So, probably in that Vermont sort of yeah. pocket. When they were going to go hot air ballooning, they mentioned they had to drive 40 minutes or whatever to go out to the hot air balloon site. I mean, so does everybody who wants to go hot air ballooning. <laughs> Unless you live in Dandenong. Yeah. yeah. So, they're not out that far. I'm sure Perfect Bland will chime in online with where they've pinpointed the geography and when it's been referenced. It does seem quite likely to be like quite close to where the actual court is yeah. and many of the other early locations. Yeah. So yeah. why did we go there again? I don't know. Also, oh, I think I when just you assumed do like, that the country courts would oh. be quicker because they don't have much to do, but they probably still have to use the Melbourne courts. But he, the thing I mentioned earlier that is that media should still be swarming. This is a suburban murder Yeah, in a fun way, in a hot tub. Yeah. On Guy Fawkes night. Hot guy did it also. Yes. Yeah, who doesn't I mean, wear a shirt like, often? Old white guy killed by young white son doesn't seem like amazingly interesting news story. However, add attractive to that and away you go. Yep. Also, um, YouTube celebrity girlfriend. Yep. And he's already in trouble with the law. Yep. He's a bad guy with he long hair. Run a well, chop that makes shop. it even less interesting, right, if he already has a record. Uh, I feel it's like- not very scary. If you're like hot next door neighbor kills his dad, that's what news ca- news like things care about, like making something okay. seem scary so you're afraid, so you think that crime is high. Charisma, I'm going to walk you back to this hot tub. Yep, that was very interesting. <laughs> there was a, a man in a vampire outfit. Oh, he was also dressed as Guy Fawkes. Yeah, with a cape, a real cape this time. I'm not joking now. <laughs> no, <laughs> Shrugalero. <laughs> oh man! If it was Guy Fawkes and a Shrugalero, then that would make it more interesting. So, Billionaire that owes the tax department money. So he's like Alan Bond. Yeah, like so when he originally died, I can imagine how that should have been a media thing because he was like a rich dude who got killed and nobody knew who did it. But when then it's like, oh, it's just my angry son who did it. It's far less interesting. It's not very newsworthy. Let me add garden gnome to this. What, how's you know, that? And hot. Not, let's let's not forget hot, hot garden gnome. Hot I mean, tub. if we like strung him up on the hill's hoist or something like that or like set him on fire like Guy Fawkes. But no. Like, <laughs> That's ironic. Alanis? No, it isn't. I'll never. I'll ne- <laughs> so, so it's exactly like Alanis exactly. in that none of it was ironic. Yeah. It's a new line for her song. Okay. <laughs> um, I've written here Lube Mobile out the front. Oh, because 
the mechanics, Ben. Oh my God, they're so boring. Every time they was like, oh, the mechanics again. I don't care about them at all. <laughs> they are suddenly mobile mechanics like Loopmobile at the front of the Brendan because they're like, let's go out the front and work on this car. Like, they're go diversifying. To, go to your jobs and do that. Oh, really? Maybe are they just enjoying it? They're having fun together? Yeah, but also I guess Detective Mechanic is back to being a mechanic. Yeah, he D- is, but he seems to be running the place too now. Dick X cop. Um, I'm, they're, they're probably just doing a nice transition because obviously Tyler's going to prison. I think I prefer Mark as a Miss Marple-esque mechanic than just a full-on overbearing cop. Oh, he's the one who was like, I was a cop and I told this one lie and it ruined everything, so shockingly I'm not supporting your perjury. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Which is actually one of the greatest things Mark's ever said and done. Also, (laughs) like, if I was a police officer, even if I wasn't a very good one, and a 17-year-old boy that works with the accused has given me evidence... And then two weeks later, right before the trial, comes in and says, actually, I made a mistake. I'm going to change all my evidence. Why would I believe any of that? No. Yeah. No. Terrible plan, Piper. Actually, CJ, can you spell out what Piper's plan is? Piper's plan is that Ben should go in and somehow make it look like it was self-defense in his information. In that – because he said he saw Tyler walk away then come back. Yeah. So, because the prosecution has observed that he's come back – they're claiming intent and that's why the, the charges got promoted to murder. Yeah. So, this is not going to be something Ben suddenly forgot, which is – so, it's a terrible plan. It's like, hey, guys, you know how you changed the charges? Yeah. Turns out I, ch- I remembered a few new things. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, there was a unicorn running across the street that day. Like, it's not a good plan. No. Ben's torn up about it because he wants to support his mate, all of his mates. This is evidenced by his face just constantly being like clinched, unclinched, clinched, unclinched, yeah. like every shot ever. And also poor little pumpkin didn't get a good night's sleep, <laughs> which is which is upsetting. And Xanthi had a great line at the oh. start oh, when she was like, oh, you could have had me last night. So, okay, charisma. Xanthi and Ben just recently consummated their relationship for the very first time last week. Well, I mean, I heard they've been together for like maybe five minutes. I was going to spend the rest of my life with Tyler. And you've been with Ben for like five minutes. Which is a crock of shit. They've been together for over a year. They were together longer than Piper and Tyler. Totally. They broke up for a little bit, but only because she was being groomed by the teacher. Yeah. And they're both the same age, not like Piper and her adult male boyfriend. Here is where the Piper and Xanthi confrontation happened and it's probably one of the greatest moments in recent times. Yeah, I loved it. I was impressed with how quickly she got from the cafe to the house. The transition was extremely quick. It's really close by, Charisma. Yeah, it's just around the corner. (laughs) Running, she didn't seem puffed at all. (laughs) Meanwhile, just before we get to this confrontation, can I mention how definitely a public cafe is not the time to talk about whether or not you might be considering perjury? (laughs) Especially, CJ just told me before that her Google Home has been transcribing all her questions to it. Yeah, to, to my husband, no less. Who knows? What's recording your conversations in Harold's Cafe? By the way, writers of Neighbours, if you're listening, can you please pop a Google home in someone's house because I love that as a storyline idea. Yeah, no, don't be giving them our gold. They didn't want it 10 years ago. They're not going to want they it now. They can have it. Yeah, no, they can't have it. They can't have it. <laughs> they look up Tyler's Google home history. It's like, how do you kill someone with a gnome? <laughs> hey, Google. <laughs> hey, Google. Um, Welcome back. <laughs> Is a garden gnome a good murder weapon? Sorry, I don't understand. No. <laughs> well, that's probably good. He probably didn't murder, but he did whatever I said before, reckless conduct endangering life. Now, 
Okay, I know this isn't easy for Ben, but I've got to think of Tyler. Okay, he's already gonna lose a chunk of his life in jail. I have to make sure that he gets the least amount of time possible. You're not the only person who loves someone. So I thought it was fantastic because A, Xanthi's been through an evolution, um, but even only three weeks ago when she was still getting through the teacher grooming situation, her confidence levels, it was so self-evolved of a girl of her age to have realised how ridiculous all of that was and how, and how well she, you know, came back at her friend. Mm-hmm. Because often like when it's a friend that's asking things like that, particularly on a television show, they would they would say things like, oh, I've got to consider it. Yeah. Whereas Anthony's like, this is ridiculous. No. Yeah. Now, the fight, being together five minutes thing is a total crock of shit. They've just got back together a few weeks ago yep. or a few couple of months ago, but they got together well before Piles did. Yep. And when Piles got together, Piper was like 16 and in year 11. Yeah, and Tyler's quite possibly like 28 or yeah. something. Yeah. I'm sad you're not calling them Typer. Oh, the internet calls them Typer. Oh, that's I why see. I've avoided it. Okay. I, I prefer Piles because that's what I feel like they're giving me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that seems fair because my takeaway from this scene was Piper does not come across as particularly likable. If you're trying to get someone to agree with you, maybe just don't <laughs> trash talk their relationship. <laughs> In the same breath. CJ, can you describe Piper when she first joined the show? Not, I'm not talking about when she first joined the show and she was a carbon copy of Luna Maroon's character from Neighbours vs. Zombies. A few weeks in where they forgot how to write a YouTuber when she became just a normal 16-year-old girl. Yeah, she's like the girl that has pink streets in her hair and she's like really interested in social media <laughs> and she's like, you know. So she's Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> she's you. Yeah. And she's very woke. Yeah. And uh, Still Catherine. Yep. And thank you. Yep, she's feminist. Her, her her cat's called Clementine. After Clementine Ford, she lived in Canada for two years on exchange. I found some love interests there too. Charisma, your family hosted a lot of exchange students growing up. I mean, we hosted just the one, but also because of like choir tours and yes, stuff. That's we had what just I was like thinking. occasional choir billets for like a couple of times a year. That's right. Never one for two years though. Ah, uh, no, we had like Becca, the Danish exchange student. She was there with us for. A full year, and then she came back to visit us, like you know, three years later. But she was an adult. Okay, then. a year is a year is standard is done. Yeah, two years in Canada when you're fourteen. That is extremely strange. Fourteen to sixteen. I feel like she was there for something, right? It wasn't hockey because that was her boyfriend. Was she like on exchange, like at boarding school? That's the weird thing. They didn't say that because people do go to international schools. Yeah, like I mean, usually because there. their parents are working in that place, yeah. though, not like, oh, we just shipped you off to another country for two years well, for lols. There's a YouTuber I follow whose sister just went to England. They're American. The 14-year-old sister went to boarding school in England because of their horse riding programs because she's an yeah. equestrian and they, ra- they exhausted all the possibilities in her hometown. Because um, I feel like Canada is a better place than the Gold Coast to learn digital marketing, but still... Um, look, the Gold Coast has a lot going for it. But even if they had Piper doing snow sports or something. Yeah. No, I feel like there was something. So it's, I it, feel like you should be able to learn digital marketing online. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you make a fine point. So the other thing is, is that Piper, it's a common trope. So, for instance, the um, Rebecca family with, did you meet them this week? I'm the sure in, you did. The Indian sisters. Oh, yeah. The people who, when I tuned into tonight's episode, I was like, who are you? I've never seen you before. So they have another sibling that's off at like soccer camp. Yeah, they don't say where he is. He's and just away. Rehab. <laughs> so, and I, I was thinking about it and it's so the adults can have more than one family without 
Like they can kill off a couple of kids mm. and still have some. Because you know what's happening, guys? Everyone is on the Margot train now. Yeah. Old mate has an Oscar nod and everyone else is on that train. Yeah, they're out of there. Olympia's out of there. Is Did you say Tyler was out of there too? Is he leaving? Um, He's cut his hair, so I mean, who knows what's happening. <laughs> so Maybe that's just for prison. No, it's for his – he got married. He got married. Yeah, and he cut it for the wedding. Oh, like, in real life. IRL. In real life, yeah. Right. <laughs> so we are going to have a revolving door of teenagers now. So it is actually, I guess, you do want to have um, irons in the fire. Well, otherwise you're going to have to move families out all the time mm. because it's inappropriate to be killing a teenager every 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the like court is not that big. They can't just have new families. It's a street charisma. <laughs> it, it isn't. It's it's called Ramsey it's Street. It's called Street. It has been incorrectly named. <laughs> it has. I agree with you. I just wanted to. I mean, just, Google Maps thinks my street is a street. It's clearly an avenue. It's fine. What's it? Is it one because one is bendy? Is that the difference? Oh, no. I think it's just mislabeled in Google Maps. But actually, okay. I think an avenue is meant to be tree-lined. What? How is this a fact? Mind blown. What? Well, I just think of it in like the Avenue of Honor way, like when they have like all of the memorial, like double lane kind of things. Like, How in do you town. explain Mount Alexander Road then? It's the road a, that went to a, Mount Alexander it's a road. at one point history. The facts. It's not an avenue. So Piper gets the guilts and backtracks on her emotionally blackmailing her friend to commit perjury and perverting the course of justice. But I must say, like, I really enjoyed there could have actually been a neighbour's moment where they became enemies for a month and they didn't. So that's correct. I really – and they love conflict on neighbours, so I never understand why they don't go to the immediate obvious first source of drama and that is teen girl anxieties or teenage anxieties. Yeah. When Piper and Xanthi first moved to the street, they became instant besties, even though they were chalk and cheese. There was never any yeah. rubbing up the wrong way going on. They could have milked this for the next month till the trial ended. Yeah, they could because they could have not been on side and then Xanthi could have shown up at the trial and yes. held a hand. It would have been a moment. She thank you. Yeah. But instead they let the sisters stand together, which is wonderful. Which is nice too. See, we, yeah. we'll whinge either way, so you, you yeah. can't win. Oh, well, I'm, I'm generally positive. <laughs> I'm pretty positive too offline, but then no, that's wrong. That's a lie. <laughs> so I felt like this fixing the car thing was meant to be some kind of metaphor, but then I couldn't figure out what the metaphor was meant to be because by the end they were all happy that the car was fixed. I think it was just working together, getting something done. Look, we have this one last hurrah before you have to go to prison where we can achieve things together and then I'm mysteriously going to piss off to some other court case that makes no sense to me because I don't watch Neighbours. Well, we can round off the Piper Xanthi situation. So... Piper comes to find Xanthi at her part-time job, which is housekeeping at Lasseter's, while she's windexing the windows, which I feel like a professional window cleaner would be coming in to do that, not the housekeepers. I think you're right. Maybe something just recently got spilled on them. Okay. Well, I actually thought they were looking like extremely clean, except for that there was one very obvious spot that she wasn't cleaning anywhere near. (laughs) In fact, Piper should have given it a bit of the old, you missed a spot. See, look, Xanthi's not passionate about hotel cleaning, so that doesn't surprise me. So... Piper apologises and they make up and then Zankan delivers the second greatest moment of the episode slash recent Neighbours Times. How am I going to survive 10 years without him, Zanthi? Piper, you were never destined to be that girl that settled down at 20. You were always going to do something incredible with your life. Not a few months ago, Piper was saying she was going to do a gap year and go travelling and now suddenly she's got this Queensland uni offer. I wonder, like, does this mean she's off? Like, this Queensland business? Is she not going to be on the show anymore? Oh, I'm sure she'll jump on the Margot train at some point. But, I d- well, she's 
deferred it. She emailed the dean, she said. Is that oh. a thing you can do? Just email them directly? I mean, you can. They're not going to answer or open your email. <laughs> like, I would not be shocked in any way if the email is just dean at arts dot whatever or yeah. dean at media. <laughs> uh, but I think dean's not in charge of enrolments and deferrals. I'd like to think at the social media um, university that it's just an at. Social media university. <laughs> it's like the, just a Facebook group. They don't have, yeah, it's just a group. They don't have, like, email anymore. That's passe. Yeah. That's, like, commitment. She's DM'd. She slid into the Dean's DMs. You have to fill in a form, Piper. You have to fill in an actual form. You need to go in. You actually have to reason. I mean, boyfriend on trial for murder is a good one. Also, she didn't accept it. She I mean, just deferred also, it. Also, is it a good one? Like, you're not – the trial will be over by the time you were going to start the university. In fact, this trial should not be happening until next year. She should go to uni this year and defer next year. You are right. I deferred some subjects when I was pregnant, which was a terrible idea. Also sounds like a fine idea. Because no? you would have actually been having, like, the thing at the same time as you were studying, unlike beforehand. Much easier to have done it when pregnant as opposed to when having toddler. <laughs> sure, but she has the opposite problem. Her current distraction will be gone. Her current toddler yeah, will true. be behind bars because <laughs> Tyler is one. But I'm just saying like currently going through quite a stressful situation, need a breather, yeah. is a fairly good reason to defer. Surely, yeah, I All have... the distractions. Bring me all the distractions because my other distraction will be gone. Possibly, and, and but I is, think she should just go up. And this is a girl who had a massive fight with Tyler. Like he totally tore strips off her because he thought – she was, I don't know what, some boring excuse. Talking to some boy. Yeah, picked a big fight with her. T-bone. T-bone. Picked a big fight with her moments before the English exam. She said she botched it and then she still got into her number one preference. But also, what what 17-year-old girl is applying at universities and not telling everyone they know what their first preference is before? I saw this scene yeah. where she got the phone call, yeah. which is definitely not how that works. And also <laughs> that then her whole family are like, Oh, Queensland. I had erased that scene from my mind because it seems so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, the internet's not working. Yep, just wait a few minutes or go anywhere else and use the internet. Yeah, Don't wait for newspapers. But also, yeah, on that, no one's calling anyone to let them know, particularly not from social media university. They don't have phones. Even in the 90s, you could check it on the internet. Yeah. And you have a phone and you like just walk outside, use the Wi-Fi. This seems so weird. And then the phone call just being like, yep. Okay. In, in, yep. No. In fact, I'm pretty sure the uni offers were posted pretty swiftly too, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I rang because I'm a whole year older than you guys. <laughs> I rang to get mine. But but I rang like a number yeah. and put in my code. Yeah, and I then think we were the it. first year that you went. Oh. You could check it on the internet. At Social Media University would have its own app. Yeah. For this. But you maybe don't get access to the app until you have enrolled. To, to join. <laughs> also, hang on, just to recap – so this is the same girl who went on exchange for two years in Canada Correct. and her family are devastated that she might be moving to Queensland. Yes, <laughs> which is really conveniently close compared to international travel. But she has twin brother and sister. Brother's died. dead. And sister moved suddenly to America soon after brother's death. To be um, – because she got a scholarship to Stanford Law. Okay. And to be a lawyer, like yeah. at the same time, because you for, don't need to finish to do for that. For wrestlers. Yeah, sure, yeah. Anyway – I don't mind that she's deferring. People defer all the time. And I went on a big rant in the last podcast about how some people aren't ready to study and aren't academically minded and everyone can learn at their own pace. And, yeah, she can do that whenever she wants. Plus, in social media, 
once you study it, it's over. So she should put this off for as long as possible. Yeah, there'll be a new technology. And yeah. she's been vlogging for the last however many years. So she's already at the forefront of trends. Is that the forefront? It seems like something I thought didn't exist anymore. Oh, no. It's still big business. I spend a lot of my time watching vlogs. Yeah. I, spent I like think a- it's just because the word vlog sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, so it's just like YouTube channels and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. something. Content creator is more of a yeah. on vogue term. Yeah. And can you... Like say your current unit page. Can you just okay? My fa- my current favorite YouTuber. Hi, this is Jordan Page from FunshiBrefree.com and BudgetBootCamp.com. <laughs> you've got to be. You've got to have your branding all sorted out. This is a a Mormon organizational YouTuber. <gasps> um, they did a great Q and A about their religion the other day, which oh, I found awesome. really interesting. They turned comments off, which was very wise. I um <laughs> downloaded an audiobook today about frugal living. Unfortunately. Um, the first few minutes of every chapter is a Bible verse. Uh, that is unfortunate. I, I did not know. Um, anyway, I might not anyway, listen to the whole thing. There's a market for everything. There's an audience for everyone. And I saw some tweets during the week that posed the, the theory, don't at me, that Piper's character has been ruined ever since she got together with Tyler. Now, the, the couple is very popular with the fandom because they have great chemistry. The actors have really good chemistry. Yes. Not going to take that away from them. In Neighbours Land, we have loathed them yeah, because he was pursuing her when she was still in her school dress. Well, finally, though, she's out of school. Yeah. Finally. They should, you know, it's okay for them to be mm. together. But he's up on charges for killing his dad. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, really, all she's done for the last two years is sook about the hard hand her boyfriend's been dealt. So, thank you, Zancan, for voicing what we could not. Pull yourself together. Probably just move on. Now, obviously you're too young to get a part-time job, but you're never too young to be an entrepreneur. Actually, Hamish, while you're here, can we um, ask you what you, you what you think about... You're an entrepreneur. Uh, young Jimmy, Paul's grandson. Oh, I have so many feelings about him we're going to come back yeah. to. He's entered into this racket where he steals the little bottles of alcohol from the minibar at a hotel and he's selling them to um, like a 16-year-old that can't Another alcohol. delinquent child. Yeah. An older delinquent. Good business idea, bad business idea. Genius. <laughs> An important fact check, which is actually before that started to happen, is this child was told by either his father or grandfather that there are many ways an underage teenager can earn money as an <laughs> entrepreneur. Yeah, if he really hadn't led with underage, <laughs> do, do you think that that is reality? Yes, yes, I do. Could you name some ways an underage teenager can earn money? I can give you an example. I, I just used to ask people for money when I was in high school. I used to um, get. I used to um, when when I was in high school. It, um, I used to ask people for twenty cents, and random people. I, I used to get enough each day to buy a can of coke, and um, because it was I'm, I'm, such a small amount, um, people would do it once every couple of weeks without even thinking about it. So there are plenty of ways to make money in high school. Yes. Um, I just want to specify that um, Vaya and Charisma went to school with my husband. I am and scandalized. They probably bought him many cans of Coke no, without I, knowing it. I probably contributed a sip of Coke for the, throughout that whole era, I imagine. I'm and scandalized. And Charisma probably didn't, I imagine. No. no. Gave him my 20 cents. <laughs> but anyway, it's Hamish's round at the pub next time he's there, so joke's on him. Wow, wow, what an insight. That's, I'm scandalized. So uh, let's do, okay, let's deal with Jimmy. So Kersha. Can I pause before yeah. we get to Kersha? Jimmy looks like a cartoon character whose Jimmy. name I think is also Jimmy. He looks like, yes, he's the same weird sideways vertical hair. 
Like to the point where literally when he came on screen, I was like, this guy looks like a cartoon character. Which one is it? Is he Jimmy Neutron or something like that? And then they said his name. I was like, no. They have cartoonified his hair. They have given it a bit of a swoop. Oh, he's probably hoping to become a, a Margot Robbie man soon. Like his a Hemsworth. Yeah, that's yeah. the only equivalent. Is that yeah? Because they one, they they have been on Neighbours. Liam. Oh yeah, I wrote about him in one of my Beamley articles. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Charisma. Jimmy. So, yeah. So I thought him. I saw him. I thought he looked like a cartoon character. I laughed quite a lot when I found out his name actually was Jimmy. He's having brunch with again this person who I don't know if it's his dad or his granddad. G dad. Right. My main feelings about him were he needs to tell everybody in earshot that he's rich. <laughs> and also, was he at one stage uh, somehow invested in Natalie Bassenquait a hundred years ago? Yeah, yes. pa- Paul Robinson had a, a fling with Izzy, set to return. Yeah, Paul and Carl are spit sisters. Yep. <laughs> that's creepy and gross. <laughs> um, is that the only time that's happened? Is there someone else that they might have both hooked up with? Ooh. Susan and Paul have a, a funny dynamic, actually. Yes, but Su- yeah, Susan has a very obvious external loathing of Paul, which I enjoy. Was someone in a hospital bed weirdly in love with Paul for a short amount of time? Quite possibly. Look, uh, Kate drew up the Paul root tree, and it's extensive. I'm also it's, a little bit in love with him. Yeah. If you'd just like to know that about me. <laughs> okay. I don't understand why in any way. Anyway, so then like, I, was, I literally was like, okay, so they're having brunch. This guy wants everyone to know he's rich because he keeps talking about how rich he is and how much money he has and how much money he's spending on everything. Then we cut to this thing where the little kid comes to see some other family who I don't know who they are, right? And we hear that Kersha needs help, but it's very unclear to me until about like five minutes before the end of the episode why she needs any help. Because she is so chill about going through this trauma in her life, which I think is well done, Kersha. Has she not always been deaf? No, No, it's a recent development. Okay, well, that was also very unclear. Yeah. Is she actually back to Guy Fawkes night? It was a rogue firework. Okay. That deafened her. So, but, but she's taking it in her stride and she's going about her odd jobs at the nursery see, that she firework. doesn't get paid for. If dead dad had been killed by a firework, that would have been cool. Uh, Definitely met, yeah. the news would be all over that. They're like, yeah, see, cautionary tale. Yeah. Uh, CJ, yes, yeah, sidebar quickly on Sonia's. Sonia's not yeah. technically paying Kersha, which I think <laughs> is lovely Sonia way of paying. I pay her cash. Yeah, the, no one has to know about it. The this. glint in Sonia's eye was adorable. Are like, they related? I just assumed it was a kind of like, this is your pocket money, but you happen to work at my business. It's it's her husband's niece. Kersha is her niece. Okay. So, yeah, she's like, I can't employ you, Jimmy, because I can't do this dodgy cash in hand thing with you because you're not family. Also, like, if all of her employees have been cash in hand, it's not going to look good. And she obviously has a record. Yeah. So she doesn't want to have then a tax fraud record. It was a delicious little moment that I enjoyed. And I enjoyed Sonia's little side eye. Like, don't get me in trouble with the fuzz again over this. So I'm quite confused when he's like, oh, we really need to help Kesha. Kesha really needs help. She can't just use apps on her phone. I'm like, why not? She seems <laughs> pretty calm. totally normal yeah. in that scene. And then, oh, well, I saw this new smartwatch. And I'm like, why would you think that was a better idea than things on her phone? Oh, wait, because that dude, who's your relative of some kind, is so rich. <laughs> I see what's happening. Yeah, it has to be a smartwatch so that he can have the conversation with money bags. Also, um, I did laugh when Sheila literally referred to him as money bags. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's not just me who thinks this. Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. Also, Kirsch's main solution is to just learn sign language. Which yeah. is very viable as a solution. Yeah. She's like, cool, I'll just learn a new language. Everyone good with that? Great. Yeah, you can all learn it too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy's like, no, you need gadgets. Yeah. Also, I th- is Jimmy trying to say she can't have her phone in the classroom? She needs to have the watch? 
No, he just was saying it would improve her lifestyle. It would be like faster because she wouldn't have to keep taking her phone out. Out. What teenager has their phone in their bag? Yeah, at Erinsborough High. Yeah. Um, So then bitch Tia, who's having a juice at the nursery, drops the entrepreneurial idea that her brother's looking to score. Does Tia think her name is Taya, but everyone else calls her Tia? Oh, like our friend Tanya at school whose parents called her Tanya. Yes, because I was a bit confused because first of all, I thought her name was Taya and then Thea and then Tia because so many people said her name differently in like five minutes. And her brother is uh, the latest shitbag kid. Oh, it is her brother because I couldn't tell if she said brother or mother, much like I couldn't (laughs) tell if she said Taya. My mother's got a drinking problem (laughs) and you should help her with that. And earn a bit for yourself on the side. <laughs> I really did think it was something like that. And then Jimmy's like, oh, this is awesome. I know people with drinking problems too. Jimmy, didn't he have a drone a while back? Why could Yeah, he should be stealing these with a drone. I'm sorry. I, Jimmy is dead to me for this. Yeah. Xanthi's just trying to live her best life. Why take advantage of her? Yeah, that was rotten. So he's stolen the little mini booze bottles from Zankan's housekeeping cart and she is doing a very good job. Yeah. She what I love about Xanthi, she does not turn her nose down at menial work. She yep. um when she was work experience as a nurse, she went 110% into that. She's going to be the best housekeeper. She's going to itemize all her things. She's going to take a little bit of shampoo and conditioner f- to treat yourself and for for a nan. Yeah. Yeah. But you no one's perfect and he has pocketed the booze and run with it to sell to the shit bag. So this is the worst theft ever, (laughs) right? Because, one, he was the only person vaguely nearby. Two, he took all the bottles. Like, surely you just, like, take one – like, I've not thought about this in depth and I have no history of, like, stealing, theft. Skimming, (laughs) skimming. However, like – Surely you would take like one or two of these six bottles instead of literally all of them in one go if you wanted this to be like not like very, very obvious. Or he could have like knocked into the trolley and while she was picking it up, he could have, yeah. Also, later in the week, he steals that master pass (gasps) that Gaz had to give back. That's just hanging around in Trace's drawer apparently. And now is just going into rooms and stealing things. Like his agenda is not just I can get the money for the watch – but like, or at least it seemed to me that he thought somehow that if he was stealing the stuff for the bully girl, then she he would somehow be able to stop her from bullying the other girl. <laughs> it's it's a com- it's tangled web, and so he's become this beer baron of Ramsey Street for this one kid. And it's a terrible plan because they're very little bottles; they're going to run out very quickly. <laughs> it's like shots. He's oh. dealing in shots and break into the bloody pub. Lassiter's has had within two years. Um, an explosion, a boiler exploded, mm. and there was a death on site. After that, there was a, a webcam scandal. Like someone had installed a camera and was filming naked people in there. That's right. And I'm sure there was some other recent. Gas can recently just broke into someone's room and had a look at them in the yeah. shower, for instance. Their TripAdvisor reviews must be awful. Yes. Yes. And there would be security cameras everywhere. Yeah. Paul, I'm not often on your side, but you go and have a look at the tape. And you'll see lovely Zancan doing her job and little shitbag Jimmy running amok. But you know what? Amy hasn't been parenting him very effectively. I was trying to work out who his parents were. Yeah, good point. Um, we meet he's spending all the time with the granddad. Oh, you met Amy later in the week as Gigantor's new godmother-to-be. Godmother. Yeah, the one who I was very confused and thought might be Piper until I realised that Piper was in the later, there later in the scene. So, yeah, they're just... 
petty theft, petty criminals. He doesn't seem very bright, but his heart's in the right place. Oh, yes, that that's a good character description, yeah. But also, j- just ask the girl, Jimmy. Just ask her what would help her. And uh, so the reason he wants – he's got the guilt is because he was cycling on the footpath, ran over Pufferfish Rebecca, Kirsch's dad, and injured him. And so – He's now just trying to make life for the family better. And also, like, he thinks it's his fault that they can't afford the smartwatch. Actually, Shane didn't have a job, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, and like no offence to people that don't have jobs, but if you can't work, it's not going to be a difference also from he, when you didn't work. He didn't ask Dippy and Shane. Sonia just went, it's expensive. Like, lawyer's wife just went... Honey, not everyone can afford a smartwatch. Check your privilege. She lived in a caravan a few weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Finally, Colette Nan, Sheila, is trying to rekindle her romance with Clive Gibbons, who's a heritage, like a neighbour's character from a thousand years ago that they've brought back in, in a guest role. And Same actor, though. Same actor. And he's a delight and we enjoy Clive. And they had a lovely flirtation until they had to, for plot purposes, hook her up with Hamrost, murder victim, and... Another murder victim, Russell Brennan. Yeah, both murder victims of the one sort of family. Like, you know, and, and case really. While she was having a lovely time having a nice date at the National Gallery with Clive. Well, that answers my final question, yes. which is what happened to the other man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Original Pa Brennan, Actually, I think had a stroke or a heart attack and was... Yes, she was grieving and then she was basically pounced upon by this master manipulator. Yeah. He was dying and so she said to Clive, gotta go, can't go to Phillip Island with you, gotta go check on my dying ex-bo, which, fair enough. Yeah, I need to go and see someone that's dying. Fair excuse to cancel a weekend, Clive, pull your finger out, it's fine. But then I think the bit where she does fall down is then I had to jump into the sack with the other father. It's terrible. You know what, there's something in that. She's a common thread in the people that have been murdered. Maybe she's a black widow. <laughs> Sheila, she's leaving them all for dead. Maybe it's nothing to do with um, actually murderings. Maybe she's just, their hearts can't take her. And they did have that shot of her like loitering in the bushes. Yeah. So Everything about her is just hilarious. She's the most unsubtle character. Like she's, oh, I'm just eavesdropping over here. Oh, I'm just eavesdropping over here. Oh, I heard about this. How? Because I was eavesdropping. <laughs> and she doesn't even try and pretend that that's not how. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. I did enjoy that she gave Clive a stuffed penguin. Mm. Um, Again, I was very confused about this because why was there a penguin in the city? But now it was in <laughs> Phillip Island and the art gallery was separate. That makes a bit more sense. Yes. Although maybe they went to the, they could have gone to the aquarium in the city. Or St Kilda, I guess. Yeah. Penguins are plenty. So um, we're all pretty sure they're going to get back together, right? Please. I would like very much Sheila to have this nice romance. and maybe, for not Maybe like the finale of this year's Neighbours, like 2018 Neighbours, is going to be like Sheila's wedding. It won't be because he's only a recurring guest character. But, I mean, because Sheila's in love with him, so he's obviously going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. He's going to die. So, bye, Clive's funeral. Oh, no. Oh, maybe it could be like a wedding funeral. Like maybe they get he'll married drown at Phillip Island. Under suspicious circumstances after his son hits him over the head with a penguin. Maybe Clive and Sheila can go on the Marlene Memorial Cruise together. Maybe they could, yeah. I won't talk about later in the week, Australia Day, because I was really cut that Neighbours did one cursory we should change the date. Move swiftly on to backyard cricket. And Mishti wore an Aboriginal themed like crop top. See, what would have been great if someone had just said, the ways to make Vaya happy, if someone had just said, where's Ellie? 
She's at the Change the Date protest in the city. Ali went, are you serious, Faya? Were they giving out free G&Ts? <laughs> Was it sponsored by Aperol? She may have been going to impress a, do- a dude. I don't know. No, nah, Ali's not going. Well, Pardon's busy. Who Aaron, else could have gone? Aaron would have gone because he dated Nate, who was Aboriginal. 100%. Even though they rarely mentioned it on the show. Yeah. Actually, I think last Australia Day he said he feel, felt a bit weird about this because his ex was yes. Aboriginal. Yeah, they, he did. Yeah. So, to progress from that, Aaron, they're like, where's Aaron? He's in the city at the Change the Date rally. Job yeah. done. Hashtag still got it for Nate. And maybe someone else... Like Sheila or Gary or someone could have gone, great idea, I'm going to go too. What a great cause. Sheila's probably wearing a flag as a cape, but okay. <laughs> An Aussie flag. Yeah, the, Gaz the is definitely. Southern Cross. Okay, so yeah. not the Cannings. The Cannings aren't going into the city. Um, really, Piper should be protesting, but she's got a Yeah, she's just got too much on. She's busy with her vlog. Yeah. Susan. 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 Susan was in the city yeah. at the rally. And Nate's her nephew. Yeah, so, they could have done that together. Yeah. Ugh, I'm so disappointed because this is for the Brits that are listening. Australia Day is a highly contentious issue because it's commemorating the 26th of January when the first fleet came to Australia and colonised the land that already belonged to the Aboriginal population and committed lots of genocide to get that land. And it's a horrible day and it, it's very raw for a lot of communities. And... Most of the country is rallying behind that cause to change the date because it's also an arbitrary date because we haven't always had the day off on that day. Anyway. Yeah, well, it'll be changed probably, I reckon, in like two, three years, do you reckon, by then? I just thought, yay, great, Shane said something, but I wanted more. Yeah, you've yeah got someone a, should have You've got, got a platform. And Neighbours is a production that is not under a huge amount of scrutiny in Australia because it's not on the main channel. It's hidden away on the secondary channel. So they can say a lot more without network interference. But also I think that they just had no interest in doing that because it's not interesting to the UK listeners. And it's easy to write a street cricket match because they've done it a thousand times before, whereas it's not as easy for them to say that Susan's going to the change of the date march. Yes, but I mean, it would have been really easy. It's just one sentence. It's one sentence. Written, you've already written it for them. <laughs> so they copy-paste. Well, Ramsey Street is not a good street for cricket, by the way. Like, literally, <laughs> they set it up and I was like, someone, like, whose windows are going to get broken first? Is this a fun <laughs> plot device? And then they just clearly didn't play any cricket to solve that problem. And then I was then I was still rewarded. There was a little bit of cricket. But Charisma enjoys cricket, side note. Yeah. But equally, this three-to-a-side cricket in a round court did not seem like world's best setup. Like, even the people with the pool, their backyard would be better because then you can have, like, all of the cool catches off the pool and into the pool. In fact, it's really hot. If three of my neighbours have pools, I'm like, screw you, cricket. I'm taking a dip. Yeah. I was going to ask you about um, Gigantos christening, but it turns out I don't really care. They're going to – okay. Yeah, let's let's touch on that. Charisma has um, – comes from a uniting church background. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> And it's not like you're a Scientologist. I don't know why I do. Oh. Also, it. Charisma just knows everything about everything. Yeah, true. Yeah. Inaccurate. I'm sure that many of the facts that I have so far said tonight would be like fact checked by other people saying, actually, not true at all. Well, I'm take, I'm dare, I, I dare them to take you on. You would definitely be on my list if I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Like you would be one of the people I'd need to call. Yes. Yeah. If, they, if that show was still in production. F- former father was a priest, Catholic priest, until he impregnated Paige and quit. Yeah, that was probably necessary. And one of the decisions that they made when Gabe was born is that he will be baptised in the Catholic Church. Because that's important to him. Not keeping his vows or anything, they weren't important, but just 
the whole... I mean, you could still want to be a Catholic and just not want to be a Catholic priest. That doesn't seem that outrageous. Yeah. I found it more weird that it was all of Paige's idea because her whole argument, their entire relationship was, God is shit. Stop picking him over me. Yeah, love me more than God. And now she's like, hey... Let's keep this going. But we all know Paige was so into him until he slept with her and then she was so over him. She was done. (laughs) His solution for this christening is to have an outdoor ceremony with a Catholic priest. Yeah, so I tried to get some info on this from my actual Catholic friends and they are not certain if this is a thing. My general understanding is that like Catholic priests, for instance, won't do sacraments such as weddings outside the church. So it would shock me if they Mm. would do christenings. But since I'm not Catholic, I don't really know the difference between the sacraments. We looked into it for our friend who got married to a Catholic and they didn't want to get married in a church. And it was super hard to find a Catholic priest willing to do that. Correct. Um, I was a bridesmaid at a wedding where Father Bob was one of the few who will do Bob Maguire, celebrity Catholic. Yep. And he did it outside in a garden. So maybe Father Bob's. But a I'm, celebrity will do it. But also I feel like former father has some mates. And so he's rung up someone and they've said, oh, I don't normally do this, mate. And he yeah. says, oh, but, you, you know, you do some other things you shouldn't. And I'll then, throw some things into the collection play yeah. and we're good. Yeah. So I think that's the situation. So they ask Amy, who they barely know. F- former father's known Amy for a hot minute, but she did join the Catholic Church because of him. She did not seem at all, like, comfortable with the idea of being the godmother. First of all, she seemed very confused and then she seemed, like, really quite, like, uh, yes, (laughs) of course. Am I going to have to wear a dress (laughs) to this thing? CJ, who did uh, Paige select as the other godmother? They decided to have two godmothers. Godgrandmother. No, fake grandmother, not real grandmother. Yeah. Um, Therese. Godgrandmother. It's not a real thing, but oh, like, oh, given yeah. that she is their already faux grandmother. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was very happy with that. Paige, who famously did not get along with Therese because she's Therese's ex-husband's love child, mm. they weren't besties until Paige needed somewhere to stay and now they're like pals. And what about Lauren, Gabe's grandmother? What about Piper, Gabe's auntie, Imogen? No one else got a look in? Well, they're clearly not coming back. They don't come back for anything. They didn't come back when he was kidnapped the other week, so I really doubt they're coming back for this. Therese didn't look for him when he was kidnapped. No, she didn't. She was. She had a lot on. In fact, neither did Amy. Yeah, no one did. Who is the actress? Who is that woman? God, Zoe Kramit. Oh, Rebecca Almaloglu. Yeah, I was like, she was on Home and Away, right? Like cool. 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Queen of Soap. I wanted to talk about something that I, yes. that I forgot to bring up. I don't know if either of you saw the film in the 90s called Encino Man. Um, what was the actor? Brendan Fraser. Yeah, so it was a guy that was frozen from Encino times. See, I'm very, I get very confused between this film and Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, and also um, Blast from the Past is another one that's the same thing. Anyway, um, so it was a guy that was frozen and then came out of it and suddenly didn't know how to function in like modern day times. He was like a caveman. Right? And... Jack's kind of like that. So when we first met former father Charisma, he had amnesia. He didn't know who he was. And so what I've been thinking, Jack also doesn't know how to function in this world, which is I think what we would don't like about him. Yeah, robot. So Or like when um, Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls comes from homeschool to real school. Yep, exactly. So what I'm thinking, actually we would have liked him much more if his memory never came back. Yep, that's it. And if he had actually just been somebody who they were teaching how to human. Yes. 
It would have been just so oh, much better. That would have been such a delight. Or if he'd been a firefighter, like how what I had pictured as him as. Yes. Well, I mean, he is a firefighter. That's right. Maybe that's where the lines blurred. Yeah. But yeah. No. Perfect. Oh, if only they could retcon it. Imagine if he's gone. Hey, I wasn't a priest this whole time. I forgot that too. Yeah. It was. I mean, imagine if he, somebody came up to him and said you were a priest, and he said, "Oh, that's weird because I got the hots for Paige now." And then that's it. He should have just pulled his dog collar out of the backpack and went. Well, I'm going to take this back to the costume shop because I don't want to be a priest. I don't want to be a priest. I want to be in her. <laughs> Finally, Charisma, what we like to do is we like to go around the horn and decide the citizen or the citizen of the week based on what you've seen. I'm happy to go first. CJ. Citizen. Xanthi. Canning. <gasps> Saw two, that coming. Two weeks in a row. I'll tell you what, a woman in her own... Right, she's flipping lines like you could have had me last night. And then, I mean, she's 17. And, you know, she's working hard and she told her best friend what's what and then supported her Yeah, when she came back and said she was wrong. Awesome yes, human. Because it's so easy to then go, no, I'm not accepting your apology, bitch. Like, but she's like, no, she took it and was like, you're right, that's all I needed from you, an apology. Yeah. We're good. Thanks for taking on board what I said to you. Please stop asking my partner to perjure himself. Yeah. And leave your boyfriend. <laughs> Because he's shit and do something with your life. I think I'm going to do Citizen based off of that because a moment I enjoyed this week was to rage, Mm -hmm. crying into the night so that Piper would wake up and go, what's wrong, mum? And Therese was like, I don't want my daughter to be a prison wife. And Piper's like, good point, mum. I understand that this is very difficult for you. And then she ended the week by becoming godmother, who she is to all of us. She's godmother to all of us, Queen to Rage, even though she's got no business being Gigantos' godmother. Good point. I mean, like, the saddest bitch in Erinsborough didn't want to be a prison wife. No. But but Piper's all for it. Oh, honourable mention to Gaz, who pointed out very daintily to to Rage, prison's not like boarding school love. Because to Rage is like, maybe it'll be good for him. Straighten him out. <laughs> it's not military school. Charisma? Uh... We'll add in Sheila for Citizen because, look, here's what I want to say about her. Even with her creepy lurking, she definitely owns that. Say what you will. She's very determined and I think she's just delightful even though I find her, like, quite creepy. (laughs) Well, the creepiness reminded me of me when I was dating people. Just, (laughs) you were interested in me that day. Why aren't we together now? (laughs) Also because I really like the the dynamic between her and Clive, which is him just being like, you are definitely a bit of a weirdo and her being like, yes. And the best bit about it was when she said, say hello to your new community liaison person. And he just went, hello. <laughs> it was a moment for well, the that's books. A, that's a triple citizen. Yeah. The citizens are already all up for bloody murder charges. The and mechanics. Crimin- the most boring people in the world. Yeah, the citizens are all criminals. Down yeah. from petty theft to Jimmy. That you had more, more citizens than we've ever had last week. Yeah, so. that'll cover us for a few weeks. Well, that is it. We will definitely be following the trajectory of Shrugalero 2018 right up until Oscars night. Yeah, I'm so excited. In my former life of a um, young person, <laughs> I, I used to take um, Oscar day off work every year. <laughs> I'm going to do it this year again. I think I've got a day in lieu owing, so I yeah, might let's as well. do it. Let's do it. Live, live stream. Um, obviously, as we announced last week, Kate is with child. Yes. But let's get the champagne out. Let's have a, uh, let's have a day. Let's have some mocktails. Take yep. away with all the trimmings. Yep. And give us some apple tizer. Oh, yep. Yep. Kate, Kate's on oh. the sugar-free Kirks. 
lemon crack, she calls it. We will do that. And I would like to actually get my hands on a Shruggalero. If anyone's got any Shruggalero sewing patterns, I'm in the market to whip myself up a couple. Awesome. Um, I hope they're in the lovely patterns that I saw on YouTube this week. In fact, Charisma, can you actually go, can you help me online hunt for anything that might resemble a Shruggalero? Sure. Thank you. Or you could just buy a kimono and then cut the bottom off. <laughs> it's not that simple. <laughs> she was a genius. Charisma, people can follow Lady Offer Style on Instagram. Sure, <laughs> if they want. You are the, the worst Instagram celebrity ever. Sure, you don't have to follow it if you don't want to, but like I'm at... CJ's Because I Am Pink I am. on Twitter. I am Vaya Pashos and we are at Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Join the Neighbours Council, com to have a look at all of our back catalogue and we will chat to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. And isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A little too... I really do think